Welcome to the Your Pretty Pennies podcast. I'm your host, Tara Jones, a personal finance coach, lifestyle designer, and mommy. The YPP podcast is a weekly show created to inspire and assist you with becoming financially stable so you can build wealth and design your desired lifestyle. Hey, hey, welcome back to the YPP Podcast. Your girl Tara here, and today I want to start talking, um, taking listener letter questions, comments, concerns, and answering them on the podcast. I've been wanting to do this for a while, and I'm going to kind of nickname them hashtag Tara Told You episodes. What this will look like going forward is every now and then when I get enough questions, I will answer them on the podcast. And it'll probably be two or three questions per podcast, and um, I'll state the name. I'll probably state the first name, never the second name. So, um, yeah, today I have two young ladies who emailed me. One was about a credit card issue. She was asking for more advice on how to use her credit card wisely. And the other one was kind of unique. It was from a young lady named Brittany. She has about $5,900 in debt, in credit card debt. And she has about thirty, what was it, $3,700 in cash available to pay it off, like right now. Um, and she wants to know how to go about doing that. She's like, okay, how can I pay off this $5,900 balance with $3,700? And I actually emailed her some tips, but I'm going to share those tips with you uh, here online. So let's um, jump right in. So I'm going to first read the question from Valencia. Well, actually, it's more like a comment, and she just asks at the end a little bit um, for advice. Um, it says, hello, Tara. I recently got a credit card. My available balance is $4,000, but I never go over 1000 Honestly, I have charged clothing to my credit card. My minimum payment is usually around $15 to $25. I also I always pay at least 200 because I don't want to dig myself into a hole I cannot get myself out of. Once I pay this balance off, I will only charge gas and my highest utility bill, dot, dot, dot. Hey, Valencia, thank you for your message. Um, I didn't really hear like a specific question, so I'm just going to give you three tips that I have for you based on, you know, what you wrote in. Number one, never place more than $50 on your card. So I see that you said, although you're, gonna, you're working to pay off your um your balance of over $1,000 right now. It says you never go over th- uh, um, over $1,000. Um, so I'm just assuming that you probably have about a $1,000 balance right now. Once you are done paying that off, create a, fi- a credit card strategy. So I'm always preaching about using your credit card as a financial tool, not, a, not for financial emergencies. So if you are using your credit card um, to pay for clothes and shoes or, you know, food or whatever, you're using it as your purchasing power, and that's the quickest way to go into debt. Instead, what you want to do, you want to use your car strategically and on purpose each and every time. So what I suggest to anybody that I come across is to use your credit card to fill up one time, fill up your car one time a month, max of $50. There, that way, 
you're able to pay it off. You will never have more than $50 balance and you will never have to um, dig yourself out of a hole, right? So think about that. If you, if you ran up your credit card bill to $4,000 and you lost your job tomorrow, where would you get that $4,000 to pay off that credit card debt if you need the money in your bank to live off of until you find another job? Yeah, it kind of puts you in a bad spot. So my advice to you, pay off that balance, whatever it is, and then start using it strategically. The one thing I tell people to do, again, put something on there for worth $50 and then pay it off immediately. Do not wait for your credit card statement or your, you know, your statement in the mail or if it hits your email that you need to pay this bill by a certain time. Just go in and pay it off immediately. Never allow your um, credit card balance to carry month to month. Okay, because that's how you incur interest charges. And then you start getting into the late payments and then it starts dinging your credit score. And again, that's not leveraging your line of credit. That's diminishing your credit. Right. So always use it and create a financial strategy. Number two, pay off your balance in full. No, we're not about to do this. Oh, it's a $4,000 balance or it's a $1,000 balance, but I pay off $200 every month then you're still leaving $800 a month that will earn interest every month. That's not good either. Again, talk about getting yourself into a financial hole real quick. You don't want to do that. So whenever you pay, whenever you use that $50 to buy a gallon of gas every month, pay it off immediately and pay it off in full. We are not about, we are all about over here. We are about wealth building. We are wealth building women and men, if you out there, hey. <laughs> we are all about wealth building. We are not about sabotaging our credit lines. We are not about, you know, being in turmoil and debt and being, you know, in financial bondage. So use your credit card wisely. Pay it off in full. Lastly, make sure you use less than 20% of the credit that's extended to you. This is your credit utilization ratio, and you want to keep it at 20% or below. Now, I know there are some financial expert, experts out there that say 30% or 25% or even you know 20%. The lowest I've heard is 20%. I'm rolling with the safe side. Again, I'm not gambling my credit score that I'm using to build wealth when I use to buy homes and things like that that um, you know can appreciate, use credit to appreciate my wealth. I'm not sacrificing it because I want to pick between 20, 20% and 30% of a credit utilization score. So I'm going with this on the safe side and I'm going to use no more than 20% of my credit card if I have to. Now, going back to Valencia, if you are, if you have a, a $4,000 credit limit, you only need to use $50 of it. So therefore, you're well below the 20% utilization rate. So always remember, keep $50 on that credit card, use it once a month, fill up gas, pay it off immediately, and keep the utilization low. All right, I hope that helps. And we're going to move on to Brittany. Now, let me read Brittany's question. She has a question. Um, and we'll get into the tips that I have already sent her because hers was pretty time sensitive. So Brittany states, hello, Tara. 
I have a question that I was hoping you can answer. I have six credit cards and the balance is total $5,900. I have $3,700 that I'm ready to apply today. I know $3,700 won't be quite enough to pay off everything in full, but I was wondering if you can use your expertise to advise the best way to apply my cash to get rid of this debt. Is it better to pay off large balances first and focus on the smaller later or pay off the smaller first and then you worry about the bigger ones over time? Let me know which one you suggest. Thanks for your advice, Brittany. Brittany, this is such a common question. I'm so glad you um, reached out to me before you went ahead and paid for um, or paid on these debts. Um, like I said in the email, I was not sure whether or not your debts were in collection or not. So I have a few tips based on whether or not your debt is in collections or if they're current and your credit card company still has the debt. So number one, pay off all debts, including your credit cards from smallest to largest if they're not in collections. Um, I am a huge fan of the debt snowball method, which I use to pay off my credit cards, my auto loans way back when, and even now my student loans. And this method encourages you to pay off the minimum balance due on all of your credit cards and then pay off the smallest balance first. And then once that's paid off, again, you're going to pay off the, the minimum payments every month and then do that next largest one and then the next one and the next one and the next one. That's how you do it. Um, smallest to largest. Now, if your debt is in collection, you're going to handle this a little bit differently because what you want to do is negotiate a lump sum settlement that is about 40% less than you owe. So because she owes $5,900 across all of her credit cards and she has $3,700, um, I just did a little math and I divided $3,700 by 5,900 and seen that it's about a 60% difference. So what I suggested to her is to lower the amount that she offers to each of those credit card companies by 40%. For example, she stated one of her, um, her credit card balances was $1,285. So I told her to reach out to that debt collector and say, hey, I don't have $1,285 to pay you, but I do have $771 because that's 40% less. And I said... More likely, they're going to say, you know what? Yes, we do want $1,285 from her, but we realize that most of the time when we, get these, when we get these bills and debts and stuff, we don't get our money. So we'll rather get $771 than $1,285. Let's go through a scenario so I can teach you how a debt collection agency makes their money. So this is how it works. Let's say if... Brittany owes Chase Bank $1,300 from an old credit card, right? And she never paid on it, and it went into collections. There's a debt collection agency that bought that debt. So the debt collection agency went to Chase, or Chase went to the debt collection agency and said, hey, you can have this debt. You can collect this from her. We no longer want it. You give us $1,300, and in return, you can have this debt. You can hound her for your thirteen, or maybe even more since it's incurring interest rate and all that, and that's how you make your money. And they say, okay, we'll do it. So no longer is Chase hounding 
Britney for that money. Now this debt collector is. And the debt collector is like, hey, we already paid Chase Bank up front for this debt. We want to make our money back. So now we're going to harass Britney seven times a day, seven days a week, so we can get our money back because we are a business and we're in it to make money. But the debt collector also knows that there are a lot of people who do not pay off their debt and will wait seven years for it to completely drop off their credit score until when they no longer can be hounded for that debt. And then the debt collector loses out on money. So if Brittany calls in and say, hey, I understand I owe $1,300, but if I pay you $770, can we call it even? I don't owe you anything else. I don't owe you the $1,300. I'm going to give you the $700 and you don't owe me and I don't owe you anything. And you're going to send me a letter stating I don't owe you anything else. More likely than not, they're going to say yes. So that's exactly what I advised her. I said, if all of them are six different, you know, debt collectors, like reach out and call each and every one of them and say, hey, I have $500 instead of $1,200. I have $700 instead of $1,300. I have $300 instead of $900. You know, whatever it is, you know, give them a lump sum settlement. More likely than not, they're going to take something because they, they, not, they don't want to run the risk of not getting any money at all. So if you are in debt and your debt is in collections, always negotiate a lower lump sum. Number three, get rid of the credit card debt quickly and do not do it again. So she racked up $5,900 in credit card debt. Um, and it sounds like or it looks like she might be might have been living off of it. Remember in the question before, I told um, Valencia to make sure she's not using her credit card to buy clothes, to pay off stuff, you know, to pay on stuff, to buy groceries. That's living off of credit. You don't want to live off credit. You want to leverage credit. So next time, what I want Brittany to do is no longer live off credit and only leverage her credit by, you know, using a credit card to enhance her financial, her credit score, sorry, not financial score, her credit score, instead of living off of it. So if you don't have the cash to buy clothes or shoes or whatever, you're just going to have to go without. Even with groceries, do not use your credit card to buy groceries. Use your cash because we always need groceries. And you know what? You're going to end up living off your credit cards. And then once you're in a place where you no longer have cash, you have credit card bills up the yin-yang. And that's not good either. So remember, once you get yourself out of credit card debt, pay off those debt collectors, pay off those minimum payments and everything, do not get back in it. Do not use it as a financial uh, emergency tool. Do not use it as a financial crutch. Leverage it. Credit cards are tools, not crutches. All right? I hope you got that. And Brittany, Valencia, I wish you much success, much financial success, I should say. Thank you so much for your emails. And if you, who is listening out there, would like your question answered on the YPP podcast, email it to me at info at yourprettypennies.com and I will get it in queue. Thank you so much for tuning in and have a wonderful day. I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye.